Hey, good afternoon. Sunday, the 17th. I believe it's the 17th of January 2021. Slept in this morning, felt pretty good. Trying to tinker around with my, my sleep. However, I, I, I've been getting to sleep later. You know, as we have discussed, Mommy, stop stepping on that protein bar. By the way, just coming back from the creek with my Mommy, she's, uh, today's her gotcha day. So we uh, rescued her, quote unquote, six years ago. Uh, lab rescue called Brookline. And uh, I was greeted this morning when I woke up to a uh, social media, yeah, Facebook memory, which is a, one of the cooler features of Facebook, where it shows you uh, memories, previous events, things that you've shared, and so there we were out at a local park with our dog that we had since she was a puppy, Junebug, Kamora June, and she was greeting Momi, and it was their first kind of togetherness where they were able to play, and we went to the dog park, and they had a good time. So, uh, Momi, Momi was kind of running around, sniffing things, and not really interested in playing, but then she'd turn around, and she'd get jealous when we started to pet uh, Junebug, and she'd attack her, and anyway, she's a character, this dog. I love her, but she's a character. She's very tribal, Momi. Uh, tribal in the sense that uh, I've had some roofers come in to inspect because we had a bad storm on Christmas Eve. So we're going through the whole insurance company thing to, uh, you know, to try to get this covered, try to get things, uh, the repairs covered. So we had USAA come out on Friday and then we're going to have our roofer pal come out on tomorrow and see what's what. Anyway, I told them both that if they aren't careful, you know, don't don't go thinking you're going to knock on the door in a friendly manner or ring the doorbell. Our dog's going to, she's the sweetest thing, but she's going to sound like she wants to kill you. Listen, I think it's a good attribute to have in a dog because, yeah, you want to, she's the best, better than any alarm system we could put in. Like, she'll kill you, and if she don't, didn't do that, she definitely sound like she's going to kill you, which is the next best thing if you want to keep your home secure. She's a devil dog, so very tribal in that we are her people, and that is her home, and she knows every nook and cranny and all the smells, and she's on guard. She's not letting anybody else in, you know, unchecked, and so she's very wary. Tribalism. Momi is tribal. She's a sweetheart, though. Took a few dunks in the creek, chased some sticks, chewed them up, and then she headed back to the creek, or the, uh, the, the truck. And so, cool, got that out of the way, now I can carve some wood, have lunch, knock out some paperwork, and settle in for the, uh, uh, a day of rest, right? It all starts over again tomorrow. Tribalism. Uh, another uh, example of it is I got I'm on a group text thread with my buddies I grew up with in in uh, Jersey, and 
it was kind of quiet. Usually it's like inappropriate memes, uh, vaginas and dicks and jokes and just inappropriate humor that people that men that known each other for a long time can say and not expect any sort of retaliation or anybody to revolt or judge them. So it's a safe place for that. These are fun-loving, working-class, uh, wonderful human beings that I am so proud to have grown up around. But every once in a while, somebody will bring up politics, and it was radio silence for a while after this capital thing. Everybody was kind of shocked about that, right? But now, some of my buddies mentioned something yesterday about... Somebody said, oh, yeah, well, Biden thinks he's going to... It's like a meme about Biden, and you know, oh, Biden's gonna, he's gonna uh, stop world hunger, and he's gonna uh, kill the coronavirus, and he's gonna give everybody a fourteen hundred dollar stimulus check. Ooh, let's party! You know, like already starting to negate and and like recoil from the the claims of this politician. Now, as we have said talked about many times. Politicians, dirty word. Most people don't trust politicians generally, but if there's somebody that they have, that that's their guy or gal, they, you know, it's just like Momi, guarding our house. You know, she's, if you're a friend, awesome. But if you come in, I mean, God forbid even I come in with uh, my, my mask hanging from my ear and some stuff on my shoulder. She don't know who the hell I am. She might mistake me as, a, as an Amazon driver or something and try to kill me. She's a feral creature like that. She's very tribal. So my buddies are talking about these things, and they're all kind of agreeing, like, yeah. And it wasn't an, a, a fun-loving agreeing agreement like um, as we have talked about, whereby... They're like, yeah, these politicians are all fucked up. They all think that they're going to, when one's gone, we, they just talk shit about that person, and then they do the same stuff. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. More of the same. Like, you, you, you can't avoid it. You know, you, you got to turn your attention to it, because this is the world we live in, but... It's surprising me, I guess, that these guys are are pro-Trumpers. One of them even said our incoming president should be shot. Saying, wait, what are you talking about? Like, first of all, how do you have that strong of opinion about the guy? You know, he hasn't, he's, mums the word, since he won the election, the free and fair election that he won, he hasn't talked shit, he hasn't gloated, he just talked about things that he plans to do when he gets in that are going to get us past this virus, get the vaccine out, right? Get the fucking um, public health apparatus up and running. Unite all Americans, be president for all Americans. I mean, granted, these are things, maybe they're softened as um, an incoming president, a gracious uh, victor would like to portray. Like, we want to want to have a a friendly message so that we can pull people over to our side who maybe didn't vote for us, but, and maybe think we're the devil, but show them that we're not, and we're going to try to do good things. And I've already spoken about how there's a good thing about the bad things, and that is that when things get so terrible, 
um, you can really only go up. This is like reconstruction, rebuilding a country after a war. Hopefully not a civil war, right? That's the ultimate tribalism. But see, these are my buddies that I love so much. And I, it's okay to be, that their politics would be different. I guess I'm a little bit surprised. I wonder if I hadn't left that Pine Barren town, if I would feel the same way as them. You know, but clearly they seem to be supporters of of Trump, or at least saying, you know, yeah, they seem to be right-wingers. I don't think that they're incredibly informed right-wingers. I think they're believing a lot of the hype, and it's clear the news station that they listen to. Um, so I'm disappointed, and, but it does make me ponder tribalism and you know, really... trying to get some hope, trying to be hopeful about the future, and, and these are people that I I had been joined at the hip with, and I love so much, and again, I don't mind disagreeing with somebody I love, I'm capable of that, but clearly the actions of Trump over the past month, months, years, there's a, been a lot of negative stuff, a lot of drama that I think people are tired of, and so I applaud Biden for just trying to take the high road and trying to move on from all this shit. Tribalism. I'm watching the news, or not the news, last night we were watching a little football, and the Bills were playing... Shit, who was it? Bills Rams? Nah. Bills Baltimore Ravens, right? And I normally would, would cheer on, I like just one player or a couple players on the Ravens. Like, I like Jackson. Alright? I like that he's a he's an unorthodox um, quarterback. He will throw the ball, but more often run the ball. And on his feet, he can score touchdowns. My son was kind of uh, calling him, oh, yeah, that's not too bad for a running back. Well, okay, he's a running back. Whatever you want to call, his skill set is different, and so he's winning games regardless. But so I would be cheering on the Ravens. I do um, like their quarterback, and I like their style. But they're playing the Bills. Now, I used to be a Bills fan. Admittedly, it was because they were an impressive team with impressive leaders. Uh, Jim Kelly was their quarterback. He seemed like a great All-American guy, and they were winning, and they went to the Super Bowl, and then they in the Super Bowl game, they lost. There was a kick that Scott Norwood, I never forget his name, he shanked the kick, and they lost that way. So I was a Bills fan once upon a time, and I also lived in Buffalo for about a year while I was finishing up my um, chiropractic internship. And so I lived there, and I had friends who um, who actually were born and raised there, who were also in the clinic that I was working in, big clinic, all the 
interns, all the chiropractic interns go to, and it's just a, our training ground before we go out to clinical practice. So I learned about the town. They showed us around. We went to downtown. Um, we, we went to the local parks. There's a zoo, the Buffalo Zoo. I lived in this beautiful, big old house. Um, apartment is like $600 a month and it was a sprawling house with all these high ceilings and it's just I love the downtown I ate at all these different eateries and tried different foods and enjoyed the whole thing I like the town of Buffalo so it's also endeared to the Buffalo sports the pride and you know the really fiery fans or um, supportive fans we could say that can be fiery uh if you think about the worst, they talk about the who are the worst fans or the most raucous fans. Um, the Eagles always come up, but Buffalo is another team you know, that is notorious fans. They're just devoted. They're very tribal. It's us against the world. They feel that way because may, maybe they feel that way because their town used to be a big steel town, big industrial town, and then when steel started to go south, um, <coughs> I'd like to explore why that happened, by the way, why all the steel mills left and died. Did it shop it out to China? Was it a cheap labor thing? Was it a raw materials thing? I shamefully don't know, but all these big towns, you know, up in the Great Lakes area, Detroit, it was with the automobile, right? Steel. Um, all these big-ass towns, formerly very industrialized, very successful. Everybody had jobs. Jobs started to dry up, and towns started to die. The rust belt, they call it, right? No more making things. Now everything is um, some poverty. Mom, you stop standing on a goddamn protein shake. Um, protein bar. So uh, I'm watching the Bills, and I couldn't help but, but, but you know, feel for them because they were winning. They started to win. They freaking they won this team, and I saw the individual and collective actions of the quarterback and the receivers and the the offense and defensive lines and all the players on the team. Uh, combined with the fans, uh, the uh, I was looking at my phone, of course, and then uh, averted my attention because the commentators were like, "Oh my God, it is so loud in here!" Like these fans are on their feet; they're they're going. There was only six thousand fans in there due to COVID, right? So uh, I'm looking at this tribalism. I'm saying, "Oh God, it's so wonderful, so wonderful for the Bills." And that was like a mental decision I made, like just feeling for a team that was the underdog and that hasn't won, been incredibly winning for a while, and that they would be coming back and would be winning this playoff berth, even if they don't go to the Super Bowl, you know, and, and their victories end here, which I hope they don't. But you can't deny that, that it's a sight to behold. It's a feeling. There's something in the air when your team is winning. Or a team that, that that deserves a break, that deserves a win, that when everything comes together and everybody starts um, functioning well, 
that that is a tremendous thing. It must have been like what we felt like as a nation post World War II, when you know we were bad guys. You know, we went and we killed them, and we won, and we lost a lot of people too. And there was horrible things done, and now everybody just wanted to live like we never had lived before. All these veterans coming back and getting jobs and rebuilding the country, and we thrived for decades after that many decades after that and you think about that you know something that I learned a, um, on a, a hardcore history I believe conversation between Lex Friedman and uh, uh, Dan Carlin he was talking about the reason why we pulled ahead, so far ahead of um, the world economically after World War II is because the battleground was on, it was in Europe. So a lot of those countries that were our biggest, um, and Japan, of course, um, and, and Germany, so the, the battleground was Europe, and so they had to clean up. Meanwhile, they were cleaning up, we were building shit. We were taking, you know, our victory, uh, full advantage of it, and rebuilding our infrastructure, and celebrating our troops and it was just like we all we had to do is start making shit more you know whereas these other places like England and Germany and France and um, of course Japan uh, the these places they had to start from block one Japan just had fucking cities decimated we, we dropped a couple nukes on their, their city so to the victor go the spoils, tribalism, my dog, the Buffalo Bills, my buddies, the way people are feeling right now um, about this this election, how we desperately want our side to win. We want to be on the side of right. And we've started, we've been so successful in creating narratives that support our ideals, that... You know, both sides, the extremes of both sides have started just getting really creative with their interpretation of things. You know, like the right sides right now, they're getting a lot of shit because they are like one of the uh, Nikki Haley or whatever. She used to be a cabinet member, but now she's a just a governor or whatever of um, Louisiana or just some sort of politician. She said, oh, yeah, Trump's, Trump's remarks... Uh, they were badly, or she said some misspoke, and basically said that it's what Trump said was bad. She didn't denounce the, you know, didn't basically say it was cause and effect his riot, or that, that he caused the riot, but, oh yeah, he shouldn't, he said some things he shouldn't have said, and he did that in Charlottesville, and he, he did that um, throughout his presidency, right? Uh, but then she said, well, it's, it's terrible what they're doing, censoring the you know, taking away our First Amendment rights. You know, that's that you would take, strip somebody off of uh, Twitter, but um, yet Ayatollah Khomeini, you know, or some of these other questionable people throughout the world remain on Twitter. But Donald Trump has been taken off of Twitter. And it's, it's a true challenge, this free speech. You know, when you've got these platforms where anybody can say anything... And as the owner of those platforms, 
Um, you need to make a decision. You need to have hard and fast rules that forbid any sort of uh, hate speech while allowing, you know, like how do you do that? How do you build that? Is that something, a decision that humans make? Do you have a board that says, okay, this is what we feel uh, regarding uh, Trump's remarks? Is, is it hate speech? Uh, no, we conclude it's not. This independent board of, a bipartisan board of whoever that they would decide. Or do you come up with an algorithm, which I guess they have, that, that says, you know, this sort of speech, if you say anything in this sort of context or a negative context or that you... Um, that would cause uh, damage or um, inf- potentially result in inflaming public perception to the point where people would do something to commit a crime, basically, even if they think the crime is justified, that those platforms should do something to regulate that. So, just some thoughts on these things, on free speech, on tribalism. My dog, Buffalo Bills fans, sports fans in general, my buddies. This is even interesting. Uh, you know, you're looking at things as an Eagles fan as living in Philadelphia, around on the outskirts of Philadelphia. Think about this. There's been some banter about uh, the, the Eagles recently cut coach Doug Peterson. And uh, the word is that, the rumor is that there was some problems between him and quarterback Carson Wentz. Now, what is that a function of? You know, people, a lot of people really revere Wentz, even though he he had not been on his best game. Um, You know, it it wasn't his fault alone that they had such a shitty season, didn't make it to the playoffs. But clearly he held, as the leader of the offense, he, he held a lot of, and, and their franchise quarterback, a lot of the responsibility was his, but he seemed to have um, not, uh, the word is that he's not coachable and that there's like a, a core of individuals that support him uh, on the team and uh, there's other folks who are just there to do their job and they're not necessarily on the Carson uh, club and that, uh, you know, so teamwork makes a dream work, my friends. You can't, we can't bottle ourselves up and just look at life like, you know, from the point of view of this team, my, my football team needs to win the, the playoffs, this playoff game, or the world is over. Uh, nor can we ascribe to any politician, just another human being, a fallible human being that makes mistakes, you know, regularly. Um, and, and just double down on, on the behavior and assume that's the craziest thing. It's a beautiful thing in the case of the Buffalo Bills fans getting, you know, up there screaming in the fans and uh, jeering when a play doesn't go their way and uh, celebrating, and, um, shaking the bleachers when they win a touchdown. The guy ran a touchdown all the way back. Interception in the end zone. And ran it all the way back. Tremendous. I mean, the Bills needed that so much. I'm happy they got that. You know, I'm happy to see that. I'm not really partial, other than having lived in Buffalo for a while. Like I said, I like both teams, but I was happy to see that. I was happy for them. 
when people come together for for a common goal. But I don't like when it goes awry. You know, I don't like to see. Obviously, I like to win. I like to be right. And I probably think I'm right more than I actually am sometimes. But listen, I'm thinking about these things. I'm trying to to understand them better. Why human beings and animals too behave the way they do. A lot of times our collective behavior, individual and collective behavior, it is to our benefit. It's a wonderful thing. We can accomplish greatness that way. But we can also do stupid shit. So this is the balance of human cognition, human mindset, the hive mind, right? It would be interesting to see in the coming months and years after this election, whatever happens this week, definitely sure to be a dramatic week. In the days to come, will more people denounce Democrat versus Republican, right versus left, Ravens versus Buffalo, and have a, adopt a different outlook, a smarter one? one that kind of examines the way we're feeling and behaving or are we going to continue this until basically something bad really bad happens worse than it already has you know cooler heads prevail I'd like to wish a happy gotcha day to my girl Momi and congratulations to the Buffalo Bills and uh, congratulations to the incoming president this week Joe Biden and, you know, anyone who's on the receiving end of Momi's uh, bark and growl and scratching at the door while you're trying to deliver an Amazon package or jogging by or walking by with your children, I apologize. I always tell people, if, you know, if you knew her like I did, you know, you could sit on the couch and have her turn her belly up and lick your hand and give you that softened look when you tell her you love her smell her ears and hug her up then you'd, you'd understand and uh, to the Ravens fans uh, I'm sorry about that playoff loss but uh, you guys will be okay go back to the drawing board it is a game and the better team won yesterday you guys are also an awesome team and you can regroup and come back better than ever. Congratulations to the Buffalo Bills. To my buddies who I spent many a time in backyards drinking beer with and canoeing uh, throughout the Pine Barren Creeks of South Jersey, we're bonded forever. You know, you can believe different things, and I can. And I can respect where you're coming from, try to respect where you're coming from. But I'll always remember the times back in the day where we were carefree and I guess our parents maybe were deliberating these bigger questions of life. Or maybe we were better off just meandering down those creeks, laughing, carrying on. Oblivious, you know. Sometimes not fun being an adult. All right, I'm going to go carve wood, my friends. You're picking up what I'm putting down, I hope. Everybody have a wonderful week. Stay motivated. Huh!